0: To episode three of the Hosanna Houston podcast, and today we're going to tackle part three of Pastor Edwin's "I Am" series. This week, it is his wisdom and faithfulness. Pastor Edwin, thanks so much for joining us yet again. Yes,
1: hi, man. And not to clarify, not my wisdom or my faithfulness. Correct, <laughs> correct. Definitely God's wisdom yes. and God's faithfulness. Yeah, we're gonna so, yeah. we're
0: gonna one up that and talk about God's wisdom and faithfulness <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so first and foremost, uh, we'll, we'll get the easy ones out the way. But just just kind of give us a little bit of an idea of the difference between wisdom and knowledge, because at some point you had mentioned how you can have knowledge without wisdom, but you cannot have wisdom without knowledge. So let's just kind of unpack that a little bit. Yeah. So
1: I'll, I'll, I'll read exactly what I said. Right. Uh, wisdom sees the big picture. Right. It focuses on on the big picture. Wisdom is different from knowledge, right? And then that's what I, what you're saying is, as I said, you can have knowledge without wisdom, but you can't have wisdom without knowledge. And I think we can know God uh, in an informational way sometimes, and that's knowledge. But to know God in His wisdom we have to have a relationship with god right so that's 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 what i was thinking about when when i said that because it's good to have knowledge mm-hmm. but not just as information especially when it comes to my relationship with god right i have to have a real genuine deep relationship with god that drives me to know him better so that i can live life, right, according to His will. So, yeah, so there is a difference. You know, there's a lot of smart people, intelligent people that have a lot of information out there, but that's what it is. It's intelligence, it's knowledge, right? And God calls us to search out or to, to seek out for the wisdom of God more than anything else.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And the wisdom of God is... uh to seek that out, I, I feel like would probably be a lifelong journey, because the wisdom of God is very deep. And uh, I remember one one point that you brought up that was kind of kind of a mind blowing thing when you, when you try to think about it, is that God cannot grow in wisdom, because that would mean that there is some sort of wisdom that has not entered His mind at some point. Yeah. And so the pursuit of God's wisdom. Uh, just the idea of that is so intense, but again, it just kind of sets us on a lifelong journey, which I think is quite a ride. Honestly, yes, it's
1: it's it's, it's exactly right. I don't think that we ever stop growing in Him, right, knowing Him, uh, because he is infinite, right, in his wisdom. He is, uh the Psalm 147.5 says, how great is our Lord. His power is absolute. And then he says his understanding is beyond comprehension, right? So those are words that, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's there, our mind is too small to really
0: right. grasp. So, and before we get further into that, does that does not give us the excuse like, well, it's unknowable that I can't, you know? No, you still have to put some work in. <laughs> Correct. Yeah.
1: So yeah, there's no like, well, you know, then, then it is what it is. No, I don't, right. that attitude obviously leads to. It's evident that that we still don't know God correctly, right? So God calls us to see, search out this wisdom, right, to know him better, right? So when we read things like that about God, it's just uh, encouraging because it, it it shows me that every single day I, I know there's something new. There's something fresh. There's something good that God wants to reveal himself through his word, mm-hmm. you know, not some weird way, right, but through his word. Uh, something new to my life that I can apply
0: uh, to the things I do daily, right? Right, right. Uh, Romans 11.36 says, For everything comes from Him and exists by His power and is intended for His glory, all glory to Him forever. And I kind of want to talk about how that speaks to God's wisdom, how everything came from Him, everything exists from His power, by His power, and is intended for his glory. So how does that speak to God's wisdom?
1: Right. Well, I mean, it's infinite, right? God's Mm -hmm. wisdom is infinite. And so like like we were saying, if nothing new comes to his mind, because everything that exists comes from him, right? And so the verse is clear, for everything comes from him, right? What does that mean? I mean, everything in our life, everything that we don't understand yet, you know, from the smallest thing here on earth, you know, to the biggest thing out in the universe that we haven't not even an idea of what it looks like. Right. So it comes from him. Right. And then the verse continues and exists by his power. That means he created everything. Right. So, you know, you, me and everything we see is by him, for him and then for his glory, intended for his glory. Right. And it's for what? For what purpose? So that he can be glorified. So in in the things that we Live out here uh, in our lives. I mean, we should know that everything is—it's connected, right—and it has a purpose mm-hmm. in Christ, uh, by God for God and to His glory, right? So I'm I'm in awe. Like we as people should be in awe of the God that we serve. Yeah, absolutely. And it should never be a a, a question of. Why would God do something like this? But it's more of a, I submit to the God that I completely don't understand, but yet I want to know better every day. So when a verse like this is for everything comes from him uh, and exists by his power and is intended for his glory, it should humble us. It should humble us to know that that God looked at us and had grace and mercy and love towards us, right? Mm-hmm. An all-loving, all-knowing God took the time to... Before the beginning of time, He knew us, right? He yeah. put us together, right? And so that is, that is a privilege that we have as His creation. And now we... We want to search that. We want to search who He is and know Him better, right? And mm-hmm. search the Scriptures because this is how He made us known who He is through the life of Jesus on this earth, right? So, anyways, and it's these verses like that to me are humbling.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of humbling and humility, um, because God's wisdom is so grand and so infinite and so wonderful, and it's definitely something that we should be pursuing. And then James, uh, James 3.13 speaks to that. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. And I think too often in examples, whether it be through uh, church leadership or just people who are well-versed and well-studied, kind of lack that humility that comes with the wisdom and um, I just kind of want to talk about the importance of the, the more you learn about God, the more humbling it should become, and you shouldn't be throwing your intellectual weight around on people who are trying to live out their faith. Yeah. Um,
1: Proverbs 4.13, So one of the verses that we, we use during, during the message, says this, Take a hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them. And that last phrase says, For they are the key to life right? And talking about humility, right? If we were to really take a hold of what God has given us, right? And in his instructions, the thought of not approaching any of this knowledge or any of this wisdom acquired through the word of God, you know, by his spirit and all this, without humility, Shows that we truly don't have a grasp on his instructions or don't really know God. So, mm. anyone that is smart and intelligent uh, walks that fine line, right? That arrogance can come across, right? When yeah. we have this knowledge, right? And so, humility is in Christ who we should be. Uh, And that's hard for for anyone that doesn't know Jesus. Actually, it's impossible without Christ to be humble, right? Uh, We can fake humility, but eventually it comes across. And with this type of understanding and knowledge and and, and the Word of God in our lives, then how we share this, how we present it with people, it should always come from never an arrogant approach to this, right? But Mm a humble approach and uh, and, uh, and an act of humility because we are all in need of this, right, knowledge, and we are all in need of having a, a, a real, true relationship with God. Uh, the verse that you're referring to, it says, uh, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with humility that comes from wisdom. So if we're approaching knowledge with arrogance, it shows that there is no wisdom in us. And that's what we said earlier, right? We can Mm -hmm. have knowledge and not have wisdom, right? And so we need to approach this uh, humility in in a humble way because we know God and God's approach to us uh, or God's call to us is to be this humble person, right? Yeah,
0: I like that because you can have the knowledge, and the wisdom is what, how do, how do I put this? What I'm trying to say is if you, you can have the knowledge, it's the wisdom that allows you to deliver the knowledge in a humble way. And I think that's yeah. where the wisdom kind of plays in. Yeah. Because uh, like I said before, there are far too many people out there just throwing their wisdom around or their knowledge around, excuse me. And yeah, people are not attracted to that. And so, you know, arrogant people are not going to get people saved, you know? I doubt it. <laughs> or, and if they are, they must no, be very persuasive. Saved. I mean, they're, they're not saved. saved. Yeah. So um, uh, Romans eight twenty nine and 30. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to be like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him, and having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. And I think this verse right here is really what ties together the God's wisdom and his faithfulness. Because here, you know, he you know, he chose his people and he gave them right standing, and and given them right standing, he gave them his glory. And so that's where we kind of see his faithfulness play into it, so he had all this kind of laid out, and then he is going to continue to be faithful to his children uh, I just kind of want to like kind of sit on that a little bit and kind yeah. of you know open that up to people who are not too too familiar with that yeah
1: I mean I again, I think I don't know if I said it a couple of weeks ago i I would encourage everybody to read Romans the whole thing but the whole thing. you know just. It strengthens your faith and it solidifies yeah. where you stand with God and it makes you uh, be aware of who we are as a person and who God is, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, the fact that God does something like this to horrible sinners like us shows us that no person, no one has the ability or the 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 right to come across as arrogant right right because we're all humbled by what he has done for us and to acquire knowledge and to acquire this information and this God's wisdom it's it, it should again humble us because no one deserves anything right but yet God himself has said this is what I'm doing for you, right? So the verse is, is is amazing because it says He chose them to become like His Son. Are you kidding me? I mean, right. come on, man! Like you know, <laughs> I, that thought doesn't even cross my mind, right? Mm-hmm. To think that I could have even be in the same conversation as the Son of God, right? And 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 and, and so that should make me run to the cross daily, right, and humble myself and recognize my position of, of a sinful person and just just in faith, trust that mm-hmm. his word is sufficient, that the cross is sufficient, and that this is my security in Christ because right. God is faithful, and that's what we're talking about, right, God's mm-hmm. faithfulness now. And so he did this, and that's what kind of secures my eternity, yeah. right, because it wasn't me. like yeah. I, It's never been me, right? I don't think I was... Searching for God, like this right. is none, none of us are right. So right. It's I think that's, that's what like he the, has done.
0: That's like the turning point, and where people become either humble or arrogant, is how they feel about, uh, "Oh God, called me to this, therefore I am now a child of God," and if you take that as your own accomplishments, I think that's where your head goes in the wrong direction, and when you understand that. It is a gift that we do not deserve. It is purely out of the grace of God that we have attained the status of being called one of His children. I think right there, how you receive that information, how you receive that knowledge, is going to divert you in one way or the other.
1: Yeah. I, no one is special. So if you're watching this, <laughs> just know you're not that special. Yeah. I'm not that special. No one is that special. We're mm. all completely out of the league of what we of what God has done for us, right? We are completely dead in our transgressions yeah. until God decides to give us life, mm-hmm. right? And so, if anybody is in position of serving the body of Christ or ministering to the body of Christ or preaching or teaching the Word of God, like, you know, you are no different than anybody. Mm. You are no different. You deserve no special treatment. You know, we are. Children of God, because He chose us, not the other way around, right? And just because He chose us doesn't mean that we are special or privileged, you know, on this earth, you know? So, anyways... I can go on about that. That's 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 that's, you know
0: we don't have that kind of a time. Yeah.
1: But (laughs) again, the verse, the verse shows me how faithful God is, right? Verse 30 says, and having chosen them, he called them to come to him, right? So he calls us so that we can come to him, right? It's 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 a work of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. right? Through faith. And 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 now I can see, my goodness, I was dead in my transgressions. My mind was dead my soul was dead and i was doomed from the beginning right and yet in his love and grace and mercy i can read in scripture that before the beginning of time like he had already prepared this right Mm -hmm. and so i'm humbled yeah (laughs) right
0: yeah yeah and god being so faithful i love this little thing that you had in your sermon here it said those who are born again are as secure as God is faithful and then you referred over to 2 Timothy 2:13 if we are unfaithful he remains faithful for he cannot deny who he is and that just that short little verse there just speaks to God's goodness and his grace toward us because we're going to mess up that's kind of like part of the deal you know, is we're going to keep messing up and we're going to keep seeking after God. And yet He remains faithful to us and we are secure in that because God can't deny who He is. And I just kind of want you to, like, open up and express a little bit more about that because I think there's so much depth to that and kind of the, the heart behind um, your sharing, those who are born again are as secure as God is faithful. Yeah,
1: and that that is, that is our assurance, right, that I will mess up. I mean— we read it last week Romans 3 I think it's verse 10 or something you know no one is seeking God no one's after God right, right. uh and and again where is the hope then mm-hmm. if we're all failing right and it's in him yeah. it is that he remains faithful it is that he completed the task on this earth it is that he lived out a perfect life right and so to read a verse that if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, it just solidifies the foundation of my, my, my faith because I know that it is not because of me. And yet because it is not because of me, I have to continually be trusting in him. And how I can show that I trust God is that I pursue him. In my, in my walk, in my daily doings and everything that I do, I want to give him glory, right? So it's not, well, since I'm going to mess up, I'm going to really mess up. That right. attitude shows so much about a person that they do not know God, right? And right. they, they are, they're so far from the truth of God. But the attitude of like, even in that knowledge of there will be instances in my life that I will fail him, that I will be unfaithful. I have to get up and pursue him because he remains faithful. He does not stop loving me. He does not stop pursuing me. He does not stop correcting me. and that's uh, the discipline and the discipline of God right. So we I need to be aware of that and to be aware of that, it has to start by I gotta know God right And that's what we're, we've been talking about these this whole, mm-hmm, this the whole few series, weeks, right yeah. this whole month. Uh, I gotta know God better. Because if I don't know him better, then every day I am prone to fall back. I am prone to fall back to that original sin. Right? We were mm-hmm. talking about off 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 uh, air. Right? We were we were saying there is there everything around me attracts me to that original sin. It pulls you away from God. Right? But because I am aware of that, I have to persevere. I have to strive for more. So this verse, you know. He cannot deny who He is, right? It's such a... Like it binds everything together, right? And it tells me that my eternity is secure in Him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And He cannot deny who He is. And so it is so important for us to continue to learn more about the character of God. And that's kind of what we've been doing uh, over these last few weeks. Um, Again, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and kind of unpack and take a deeper look at the things that you're touching on Sundays. Um, Really appreciate you doing that for us and with us. So thank you. Thank Uh, you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Again, these are available on YouTube, Spotify and Apple podcasts. Next week, we're going to tackle on the pursuit of holiness. We're talking about our pursuit of holiness. Really looking forward to that one. A lot of depth, a lot of layers to that. Uh, So I really hope that you join us for that one